0: Hey, welcome into TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast, we talk about sports events, topics, and players. Come follow our Facebook and Instagram page. Facebook is TCAM Sports Podcast, and the Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Shows will be posted when they go live, and even some bonus episodes will be posted during the week. Normal episodes are posted Fridays at 5. Comment your thoughts on the show's. Leave some topics you would like for me to discuss on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Now on to the episode. Today, we are going to talk about UFC 287, the stylebender. The last stylebender is what I call him. Israel Adesanya takes the middleweight UFC champion of the world. He recaptures his title versus Alex Piera. What a win. What a great, incredible way to end that 0-3 streak he has against Piera. For the rest of the card, it was a great card overall. I'll talk about each fighter, so we're going to start out with the Bantamweight. The very first very first fight of the card, it was Raul Roses Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez. Raw Roses Jr. looked really good in this fight. Coming out, he was aggressive early. 18 years old, definitely, definitely put on a performance. The problem is, we all know Raw Roses Jr. wasn't going to get submitted in that fight. He's just too good on the ground. We were expecting a submission early by him, but Christian Rodriguez lasted it out. He kept it going. There was one point in the first round where Raw Roses Jr. had him. If he got underneath his chin. He definitely had the fight won, except Christian Roger's held out great defense, did well, and ended the fight going the distance at the decision. He took it. Better striker, better fighter overall. Rogers Jr. has got to learn how to strike, but he'll be back for 18 years old, coming in at that bantamweight championship level, only being was 7-0 and when he walked in. I mean, what a great fighter, what a great... You know, career he's going to have. Christian Rodriguez, what a great win. Kevin Holland versus Santiago. Man, this fight was completely, completely... I I wouldn't say it's unfair, but Kevin Holland, super tall and super lengthy, had an 8-inch reach on Santiago. I mean, Santiago, he couldn't get into the fight at all. Kevin Holland just owned him the entire time, knocked him out in the third round with 3.16 left on the clock. I mean... Kevin Holland just, he had it. It didn't look like Santiago had a chance in the fight, and he really didn't, which was sad. You know, I wanted to see a little better fight there. I expected to be a little bit more competitive because both guys are pretty crazy, and they could do some crazy stuff, but the height and the reach, Kevin Holland had it all. Now, I, the most underrated fight of the card would definitely be the Rob Font, Adrian Yance. This one was a definitely, nobody knew who was going to win this fight. Crazy fight overall. Rob Font, knockout, first round. I mean, just kind of put down a beat down on Adrian Yance. Definitely one of the gruesome fights. It was really, really good. So if you missed out on that fight, definitely an underrated fight in the UFC 287 card. Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Mazadov. Jorge Mazadov at home in Miami. Man, what a send-off. You know, 35 and 16 coming into the fight. Obviously, Gilbert Burns being the favorite. Mazadov had the height, had the reach. But Gilbert Burns, aggressive fighter. And it went all the way to the decision. You know, Mazadol tried some things, a lot of knee kicks, definitely tried to end his fight out on a win, but Gilbert Burns, too talented, coming for the Welterweight Championship and coming for the main uh, main title fight. So Gilbert Burns definitely put up a fight. Now it's 22 and 5, the fighter. Mazadol retires. A great ending speech, obviously, sad for. Mazadov to go, been a part of the sport for a very, very long time, and thanks to Mazadov and a great fight between the two of them. Now, let's talk about UFC 287 main card, middleweight champion of the world, Alex Piera, versus the stylebender, Israel Adesanya. One of the most hyped up matches we had seen, Israel Adesanya 0-3, Versus Pierre. If you did not know that Adesanya and Pierre were kickboxers, and Adesanya dominating, fights Pierre in kickboxing, loses twice, retires. Then comes to the UFC, dominates UFC. Pierre shows up, and Pierre puts him out in the first round in the first fight. So, definitely something we didn't expect to Adesanya, and this could have been Adesanya's last fight. He could have retired just because of how it looked in kickboxing. Autosanya was well determined coming into that fight. You know, he was he had to make a stand. And the last thing anybody expected was that knockout. Man baited Pierre. Pierre confident, looking dominant, looking like, you know, Autosanya is no match for me. Backed him up into the cage and a left jab and a right hook, Autosanya, hit him. I mean just Completely knocked him back and then hit him again and it was done. Pierre's eyes were He was rolled back in the back of his head. It was over. Adesanya reclaims the belt. Well deserved. What we wanted to see. An incredible matchup with the stakes on his career being that high for him to answer the call was absolutely incredible. Now, they talked after the fight that Adesanya thinks he will go up to 205 because Pierre's weight is not really at 185; he's more in the 200 area, and he was right. He's going to be scary if he ends up being in that next weight class, but I don't think Pierre will. I think he will fight Adesanya one more time, just based on the fact that Adesanya a lot of trash talk at the end. Obviously, he well deserved it, but. You know, talking trash to his kid. I couldn't believe he remembered that his kid fell on the mat during a kickboxing match. Pierre's son fell on the mat when Adesanya got knocked out. And all these years later in 2023, for Adesanya to find his kid in the crowd and then do the exact same move. A little bit of petty, but it was kind of good to see at the same time because it's also driving the match for a third UFC title fight between these two. So... That would be interesting to see, but Pierre definitely, I think, will go up to another class eventually, and he will dominate. He's not somebody to mess with. The guy's an absolute star. I think the most ironic, the most iconic thing about the fight was Adesanya's speech at the end. It was something I did not see coming, so I can't play the actual audio, but I will read it to you. I hope all you can feel how effing happy I am I am just once in your life, Adasani said after the fight, but guess what? You will never feel this level of happiness if you don't go for something in your own life. When they knock you down, when they try to talk S on you, and when they talk S on you, and they try and put their foot on your neck, if you stay down, you will never get that resolved. Fortify your mind and feel this level of happiness one time in your life. I'm blessed to be able to feel this again and again and again and again and again. Now Adesanya claiming eight title, he's been in all his title fights and he's now claimed eight of them as his own. He is one of the most dominant UFC fighters we have ever seen. The guy is special. He is I, he is iconic. He is somebody you want to watch in one of the biggest card events. Definitely a great card overall. Congratulations to the style bender. I mean, I can't wait to see him back out there again and put on a show like he always does. Definitely somebody to watch. Definitely somebody who will draw you to the UFC. So Glad to see it. Happy for him. And now, we are going to take a turn to the Masters. What an incredible event. Kind of a crazy event. You know, some trees falling down. They had to suspend play quite a bit, which was unfortunate. But, at the end of the day, we saw John Rom come into this event and just take over. We all expected, actually, for Kopek to win this event, and it didn't really happen that way. John Rahm minus twelve took the lead. Phil Mickelson made a jump, got up to minus eight, tied for second on Co- with Kopeck. Jordan Spieth made a jump, was minus seventh, tied for four with Patrick Reed and Henley, and the list goes on and on from there. Man, what a great performance by John Rahm! Crazy event, you know, good for the Masters. Kopeck was definitely the guy that people thought would finish it out. What a what a collapse though. He had the lead. He played well throughout all three first rounds. And then, so I'll read the rounds for Kopek. Round one, he had 65. Round two, 67. Round three, 73. And then round four, 75. That's not really a great round, especially to end out that way. And I'm shocked that he he lost. You know, at one point, he was definitely the player I was – the golfer I was looking at to win this event and John Rahm having an incredible season definitely playing the lights out right now what a what a what a golfer man you know taking a taking a different type of year definitely playing a great year and it was impressive overall to see him win the Masters so congratulations to John Rahm congratulations to some of the other golfers Tiger had to leave early because of his injury Still has a huge impact on the golf course with him being there. I, I don't think it matters to anybody whether Tiger's actually winning the tournament or not. We all just love to see him out there and playing. Definitely was awesome that he uh made the cut. That was impressive for his injury and still be able to play. He had to call it early, though. We'll see him again soon. He'll definitely be back. Going to take a while, though, because of his injury, but I think he'll, he'll definitely be back to you know, playing golf. at a a more higher level, I'd say. But overall, throughout the tournament, though, the LIV golfers getting to play in this event was really, really cool. I was glad to see Dustin Johnson in there, Phil Mickelson, and all those guys. So it was cool to see them actually be able to, I guess, compete at a really, really high level with the PGA guys. I'm actually glad that they are, or so to speak, they were allowed to play in this event. Because I wasn't I was really surprised that and I talked about it on the sports talk Saturday with Matt DeLong that I was surprised that they allowed them in this event, really. I didn't think that was gonna happen. So to see them play really well and see Phil Mickelson play really well in this event was absolutely incredible. And great Masters year, great tournament. Can't wait to see it again next year. Gonna be definitely something to watch. That is it for this episode. We are going to Talk a little bit about the NBA coming up, NBA playoffs. Go and talk about the NHL a little bit. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. We will be on here tomorrow with Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong. I'll see you guys later.